Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. We got a big, big show to get into today. The puppet master, Mark, is at the helm. He is reminding us to zoom on down and slide on in the tube and lube where you can get your oil change for, well, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. I'm glad to see you over there making sure that our conscience stays clean. Listen to me, guys. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden and his campaign are coming under some heavy fire after they released a TV ad last week. We talked about it in yesterday's episode. It depicts a Michigan bar owner struggling to keep his doors open during the coronavirus pandemic. The ad neglects to inform you that the man is actually a fairly wealthy tech investor who has made some rather sizable contributions to Biden's presidential campaign. He's also a big fan of, oh, our favorite Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer and her stay-at-home orders, which have had devastating effects on businesses in Michigan. Now, the ad, which kind of pissed me off, was posted to YouTube on Thursday and aired Sunday on CBS during NFL games. It features Joe Malcoon, who is listed as the co-owner of the Blind Pig Pub, a once popular bar and music venue in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Now, Malcoon blamed his business economic downturn on President Trump's COVID-19 response. He said, for 50 years, the Blind Pig has been open and crowded, but right now it's an empty room. He says in the one-minute ad showing the empty venue that this is the reality of Trump's COVID-19 response. Okay, okay. He says, we don't know how much longer we can survive not having any revenue. A lot of restaurants, bars that have been mainstays for years, well, they will not make it through this. This is Donald Trump's economy, he said. There's no plan. You don't know how to move forward. It makes me so angry. My only hope for my family and this business and my community is that Joe Biden wins this election. That's the kind of person we need. Okay, buddy. Okay. Well, the problem here, of course, is that Malcoon doesn't disclose the fact that if the blind pig closes up shop, he's not only going to not be in any financial trouble due to the fact that he's an angel investor in various tech companies. That's right. Back in April, Malcoon tweeted out some serious praise for Governor Whitmer, stating that she was doing it right, keeping the state's stay-at-home orders going, which, of course, prompted backlash and counter-protest. Uh, he said in Twitter, keep saying it with me. This means at Governor Whitmer is doing it right. He said, white men with fragile egos will always be intimidated by smart, powerful women, and they should be. Uh, that's exactly right. So just earlier this month... I mean, don't you ladies feel like we? I, I was going to ask you if you thought by, that about us. I feel very intimidated by all the. We're so smart, white man. <laughs> intimidated by these white women. Uh, and don't forget, the Michigan Supreme Court struck down Whitmer's orders to keep on extending the coronavirus state of emergency orders without legislative approval, which is a good thing. This order was supposed to expire on April 30th, but the Michigan governor used executive powers to keep it going. Now, Malcoon inherited a sizable chunk of cash through his wife's grandfather and then launched CKM Capital Partners back in 2013. He's also served as the CEO of a customer relationship management software company known as Nutshell. Well, in a nutshell, Malcoon is lying his ass off. Again, the bottom line here is that this man is not hurting for money, and the ad he appeared in made it seem as if he would be hard up if the bar shut down. It's deceptive and pretty sleazy, if you want to know. But at this point... What else would we expect from the Biden campaign? At the time of this taping, that commercial, Candice, cannot be found anywhere online. You can't find it. 
So Lisa Lisa Shocking. Page made me do it. You can't find it anymore. Dun, dun, dun. They're hiding <sighs> Biden. They are legitimately hiding Biden. They're hiding Biden. I mean, you can't even come out with a campaign ad no. that's legitimate or true. I mean, here's a guy who's rich talking about Trump shutting his stuff down when he supports Gretchen Whitmer. It is the height of hypocrisy. So many hypocrites in the world today. We're going to talk about some more of that today and have, a, have some fun with it. Uh, but before we do, innocent people are falling victim to crime, intimidation, and forced to fend for themselves because Democrats, yeah, I said it, Democrats on the left are successfully defunding the police when the government can't or won't protect you, your family, self-defense, uh, or your family. Self-defense is the only option, but most of us don't have time to consistently train. Plus, ammo is ridiculously expensive right now. So that's why iTarget Pro was invented. Their proprietary app and laser bullet is a beautiful thing. You can train safely in the convenience of your own home with your own actual firearm. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223 and 556. You can set up little shooting ranges right there in your garage if you want to. You can train with any firearm you own. Today, you can get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code CHAD, C-H-A-D. It's the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in just a few days of that practice. Now, that's the letter I, targetpro.com itargetpro.com code is c-h-a-d i spell it chad we'll be right back Chad Fraser. All right, over here at the pub we got Party File Steve of Party File Nation and of course High News Natalie hanging out Oh, look at that. Uh, look at this cute couple over here. You guys look fantastic. The lighting is fabulous on you. And, of course, Lisa Page, host Thank of you. Lisa Page, made me do it. I've been trying to decide all the things she's made me do. Oh, oh Lisa, we're getting R-rated over here. We are. Well, in the break. Yep, yeah, We sure are, <laughs> as usual. I keep saying, if Lisa and I ever host a show together, it's going to be called Lisa Page Does It With Chad. <laughs> No, made me do it with Chad Prather. <laughs> made me do it with Chad Prather. Oh, yeah. Lisa Page made me do it with Chad Prather. Wow, that's headlining, breaking news that right would be, there. That would be a long hashtag. That would be a great <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> Lisa Page made me do it with Chad Prather. I bet Stu would be hanging around the set a lot more often. Yeah. <laughs> Stu's like... My wife okay on your show? Like, yeah. He goes, okay, good, keep her. <laughs> He's like, as long as I don't have to deal with her, you keep her. Oh, boy, howdy. I'm glad you guys are here. It's always fun. Do you see uh, uh, Diane Feinstein? Is it Feinstein or Feinstein? I think it's I Feinstein. Never... Feinstein, yeah. Like I always Frankenstein? Say... Like Frankenstein. Well, I never get it. You know, I never, I don't know the Jews, right? I never can say their names right. I like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. And then Diane Feinstein. Yeah, I've heard it pronounced Weinstein more than Stein, but Jews this is Stein. To really get together. Yeah. Can you guys get it together? Lisa's the accent really makes me believe whatever she says is true. Who? Lisa? Lisa's. Really? Like your accent, the way you said it, huh. it, it sounds very up New Yorky, New Jersey, so I believe okay. you. All right. It's the Connecticut in me, I guess, guys. <laughs> okay. It's the con. Yeah. Take it to so the con. So what she says goes. But she's Fine in tonight. trouble with the Democrats, right? Because she's kind of supported Amy Coney Barrett in this nomination thing. And she's she's had some high praise for her when she answered her questions. So Chuck Schumer's kind of refused to defend uh, Diane Feinstein as the Democrats call for her to be bumped. They want her out. Sorry, Deanne. Deanne Feinstein. Dee Dee Feinstein. Well, how dare you? I think he finds that more some of those people are more centrist than they are 
far left. They don't want to go that far. Well, mm-hmm. and you know what's funny is amazingly, you might find somebody that honestly says there's nothing wrong with this person. Yeah. Right. I mean, what's the yeah. worst thing you think Amy Coney Barrett has ever done in her life? Uh-huh. Like yeah. kissed a girl in college or something. Like, like I, I'm yeah. thinking she didn't. Uh, I mean, what did she do? Accidentally keep a, accidentally keep a pin from the bank. Right. I mean, that's <laughs> like the worst thing this woman could have ever done. So you look at her and you're like, I mean, this woman is, um, she is the Constitution. I mean, she knows it backwards and forwards. She knows she approaches uh, legal um, analysis and legal judgment almost like calculus it's almost mathematical with her if you watch the hearings so they're going to be voting on her on the 23rd i think mm-hmm. it's 26th right monday was it monday yes yeah, the 26th you're right and i read that she just adopted another kid or is that something is that fake no news? it was hunter biden <laughs> hunter biden it was a, she wanted yeah, he, another apparently he asked, there was a video of him with a kid or something i think he adopted it was, it was, they want she wanted to adopt another troubled child and uh-huh. so she got hunter biden oh and that's, she, it. Still can't that's find so nice him. of her we don't know where he is no so mm, in russia somewhere and that's a pretty big deal so yesterday rudy giuliani uh rudy giuliani uh submitted the laptop that has all of the evidence against hunter biden on the hard drive supposedly allegedly uh, it's Hunter Biden's laptop. He submitted it to the Delaware State Police. I was excited about this thing that something might be exposed until they gave it to the police, and now yeah. it'll get buried. I don't think Hunter Biden will see a single day in a jail cell. No, agreed. His business partner, they moved him from uh, where he was in jail in Oregon. Uh, federal uh, you know, authorities moved him for safety of his life. Bevan, what was his name anyway? I'm bad with that. But, but if I ever need a private investigator, I think I want Giuliani. On Giuliani's the case. on it. Yeah. Let me He's tell you my Giuliani some stuff story. Out. Yeah. So I, I was with Giuliani back in May. We were hanging out. You know, we was wearing our tuxedos and stuff, and 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 it was late in the night, right? We've already been to a party. Giuliani had just performed a wedding ceremony. A little, little. All of a sudden, we called Trump on the phone. Uh, the bride to be, uh, who became the bride. Uh, it was an impromptu wedding ceremony at the Breakers in West Palm. She's friends with Trump. She's worked on the campaign. She calls Donnie T on the phone, literally. The president is on her cell And you're phone. there watching yeah, this yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like, hey, we're getting married. Why don't you come? Congratulations. I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic marriage. It's going to be amazing. You guys are the most beautiful couple ever. Congratulations. Rudy will do a good job. And Rudy married him. So it's late in the night. We've had some drinks. Rudy likes a proper cocktail. That's what did he his drink? Phrase. Do you remember what he drank? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get to that in a okay. minute. Okay. So it's we're taking pictures right now, and I'm doing. I'm kind of got my my bow ties undone. You know, yeah, you're wear, loosening up because I wear a real bow tie. I don't wear that crap that clips on. I tie a bow tie because <laughs> I got it like that. I'm a cowboy with class. <laughs> And uh, so I, it, so I posted on social media. There's me and Rudy, you know, like a couple of pimps, you know, like the Rat Pack, just me and Rudy. And people were like, "How undignified of you to be with Rudy Giuliani, and your tie is undone. You should have your tie tied." And I'm like, "Well, you'll never be with Rudy Giuliani, so kiss my ass." <laughs> so anyway, I'm like, "Rudy, I, said, I said, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, let me buy you a, uh, let me buy you a drink." And he's like, he's looking at the bartender. He's like, I would need a proper cocktail. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell that is, but I can't wait to find out. 
<laughs> I can't wait to pay for your proper cocktail. I know. So he was ordering all this like high end liquor that they didn't have. And so that, I guess he meant like a good quality. Mm-hmm. But because he kept asking for stuff. You should have known that because you're country with class. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but she didn't. Well, now I know what a proper you know. cocktail is. Did he Educated settle for you. Jameson? No, no. Uh, he, you know what he wound up doing? He wound up drinking a margarita. Oh, of all things, Rudy. He wound oh. up drinking because the best thing they had oh, of a that? high shelf, uh, a top shelf, was the tequila they had. Mm. So anyway, Mayor Giuliani, he's a badass and sharp as a tack, mm-hmm. and just a cool, cool dude to hang around and be around because he's fun. But he turned in the laptop, and apparently there is evidence on there, according to him, that there's messages where his Hunter Biden's ex-wife, who was also his sister-in-law, she didn't want, she thought it was bad for the kids a lot of times for them to be around. And I'm putting two and two together here, kind of reading between the lines, the kids to be around Hunter because he liked to walk around naked and smoke crack. And he had a, like a FaceTime call with a 14-year-old girl mm-hmm. that could have been a niece. We don't know. Uh, but he was naked smoking crack on the FaceTime call. So we'll see what comes out of all this stuff. And I know all these people keep saying, well, Trump's not running against Hunter Biden. Please stop displaying your ignorance when, when you say things like that. The point is not whether or not Hunter Biden has a naked problem or a drug problem. I have both. I'm talking about, <laughs> I make no judgments on naked problems or anything else. I've done, I mean, I've never done crack or meth, but I've done a lot of stuff in my life. So I'm not judging Hunter Biden for being that stupid. But I will say this, when it comes to business dealings with China and the Ukraine and Burisma and all this stuff, and you've got messages in there saying that pop takes 50% mm-hmm. and, you know, and who, the messages with these guys who wanted to meet the vice president and the big guy, yeah. quote unquote, yep. that stuff comes to bear, right? So we'll see what happens, if anything. Trump better bring it up tomorrow. Well, tomorrow Trump, night. Trump's already said he wants special, uh, let me get to the thing. He calls for a special prosecutor to probe the Hunter Biden's, quote, major corruption. It's pretty major. It's probably the most major thing ever. Uh, we got to get the attorney, attorney general to act, and he's got to act, and he's got to act fast, the president said on Fox and Friends. Of course, that was yesterday morning. Got to appoint somebody. This is a major corruption. They're all corrupt. Yeah, all corrupt. Well, you know, the funny thing is Biden or anybody in his campaign, they have yet to deny any of this stuff. Nobody's denied Nobody's their master plan. Nobody has said anything. Now, it's their master plan. Some of the, some, yeah, some of the campaign people have s- talked about its validity. And on social media, when I say something about it, people are like, no major news outlet is discussing this. Right. right. No. Well, that's because they're all right. dead. That, That's the whole, that's right. our whole freaking yeah. point, you moron. Uh, wake up. That's our yeah, whole point to this thing. Yeah. No, it's like, so well, true. Okay, well, if it were happening, then there would be a major news outlet that's covering it. No. Right. The fact that they're yeah. not is the point we're trying to make. How dumb can people be to not Real. see what is really going on? Yeah. Yeah. The entire media, mainstream media, everybody is for Biden or they're mm-hmm. hiding it for him. That's the whole reason why they've got him back home and they don't want him in the in the public. They yeah. don't want him talking to the press because I was watching, I think it was Fox last night. Hannity was saying that he, Biden resonates a lot of the like suburban moms like him and they think they're vo- going to vote for him because they think he's safe. And I'm like, well, he's safe until 
Kamala comes into office, Mm -hmm. people don't think he's a threat. Mm -hmm. And they're like, keep him out of the press, keep him off of TV, and this will all go away. That's why they've kept him locked in his basement. That's exactly right. And let's look at who Kamala Harris is. She is a power-hungry hoe who did everything she could to climb the ladder. She's a hooker. and, And she's a hooker. And she did everything. I mean, she's sold herself for yep. for position. So that's who she is. She doesn't. She doesn't care about you, ladies out there, you suburban moms. She doesn't care about any of you. She'd throw you right under the bus, and she would not piss in your ear if your brain was Mm-mm. on fire. Uh, but Biden's campaign, these guys. We we said it in the early monologue. They're so corrupt, so sleazy, they mm-hmm. can't even tell the truth with a commercial. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday we talked about, remember the Kamala Harris interview with uh, Rachel Madcow on MSNBC, and they were talking about the fly, which we know that Kamala Harris has always had a thing for flies on men. Uh, that yeah. was it? And, yes. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That's what was I was that trying to remember. It was, was that, that he's always had, he's, she's yeah. always had a thing for men's flies. Yeah. So that's uh, pretty much from Willie Brown to Michael Pence. Oh, my Fitty pence. She loves is. those flies. She loves her. She likes, she to, loves, take those she loves to take those flies down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she says she want to smack it. No, but I mean, <laughs> all you got to all you got to do Dang. is she says she want to pull a tubing <laughs> on a fly. <laughs> that, that fly needs to get tubed. She's like, I did see that fly. You bet your ass I did. <laughs> <laughs> but you saw how Rachel Maddow was acting with her. Like Absolutely. they want to be BFFs oh. forever yeah. and carve mm-hmm. their names in a tree. So that's how the media treats the biden campaign yeah they're darlings so that's the way they want to treat them and so everything's getting buried under the rug months ago when we were talking we were all sitting here chatting about who's going to be the democratic nominee who's going to be and you guys it's going to be joe it's going to be joe and i I just i kept saying no i just because i didn't it didn't make sense to me how he could be from a mental stability standpoint and from a health stability standpoint i just knew it wasn't going to i said this just doesn't make sense at all to me now, but then you guys said, just watch it. Some There's got to be some sort of master plan yeah. that the Democrats have in order to make this work That's in right. their favor. And it's just very interesting mm-hmm. that here we are very, very close to the election. And now all of a sudden this is getting leaked. Yeah. I'm surprised actually the, the media isn't covering it more just for the fact yeah. that it could be in their master plan. We'll see what happens. He was their only electable person that they had that could get elected. Right. And he still has that chance of getting elected. Very good chance of getting elected. Very good. I mean, and I said last week, if this country is that stupid to elect Biden, then we get what we we get what we deserve with that whole party. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I would like to have all of Hollywood, if Trump, oh, if he gets reelected. They're going to leave. I, I, yes, please. All of you leave. Bruce Bye. Springsteen, go and take your stupid Santa Claus is coming to town song with you. Bye. Yeah. Bye. John Legend. Bye. Chrissy Teigen. Bye. Bye. See you bitches later. Yeah, take Chrissy Teigen and you. John Legend just bought a $17 million house. They're not going anywhere. Poor guy. They're not going anywhere. Oh, that's oh, rough. My gosh. No. Hey, have you guys noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to? Losing your hair sucks. It is absolutely no fun. So I want to talk to you about some options. You can go to your doctor for a hair loss treatment prescription. Then you can visit the pharmacy and try to not go broke just to avoid going bald. Or you can try keeps from the comfort of your lazy boy right in your own home. You'll get the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatment, but keeps offers the generic versions of about half the cost. And 
One other thing you'll love about Keeps, it's all online. You just answer a few questions, snap some pictures of your hair, and a licensed doctor is going to review your information, recommend the right hair loss treatment for you, then it's shipped directly to your door. And discreetly, I might add. Why make unnecessary trips to the doctor and drugstore when you can do it all from home? So I'm going to get you started with a special deal. Go to K-E-E ps.com slash loss for 50% off your first order of keeps hair loss treatments. That's keeps.com slash loss. Do it today. She's cute. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, is so cute. She's so cute with her she, cute Adidas sneakers and her little dress. She's K-E-W-T. She really is. Cute. cute. Did you guys, back when you were younger, did y'all, uh, I don't know, maybe you do it now, I don't know, but like high school, college, that kind of age, did you ever do any kind of crazy shenanigans or pranks or anything like that? There's this Maryland high school kid who was accused of faking kidnapping during a Zoom class. This is Stop. something I would do. I mean, honestly, this is what happens. The kids are bored. They're sick. They're so, they're so sick of being home in front of screens. Look at the create creativity that went into that. Though. I know he had and to get somebody like, to with a mask and everything. Dress so, the part. so the teenager turned his camera on. The teacher saw a man in a black ski mask waving what appeared to be a gun. Uh, she called. She alerted the administrators who called the cops and the teen's family. Uh, had kids being kids. That's what the police spokeswoman said. Uh, this is Maryland. And so don't be pulling any shenanigans during Zoom school. <laughs> That's hilarious. So what we did is when I was in college, when I was in college uh, working on a master's degree, I, we had a, there was an undergrad school there as well. And it was a small private school. And every year the seniors would take their little trips and they would skip out on a day, on a Friday. They would, wouldn't go to class, and they would go somewhere. Mm-hmm. All the, they would caravan to some place, the senior class would. And what they would do is they'd leave at like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, and they would honk all the horns driving past the dorms and the apartments and just wake everybody up let everybody know that they were leaving. So the night before they left, what we did was uh, we went out and disabled all their vehicles. <laughs> Oh, oh my no. god! <laughs> so they had a hard time getting going that morning. But wait, what did you do <laughs> on their trip? How'd you make them? N- we 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 got rid of some some battery cables okay. and things like that. We unplugged some stuff. I figured you, you hobbled their the horses tank? or something. Yeah, we hobbled their horses. <laughs> uh, but at, on that same campus, they had a security guy. We used to call him Barney Fife. Had a security guy, and he would ride up and down the deal because this particular campus. It was a Christian school, so it was uh, it was a private school, and they had a two a.m. curfew. They, it, some classes there was a twelve a.m. curfew, but but if you were older, it was a two a.m. curfew if you lived on campus. And so <laughs> this guy would patrol the the mile long entryway into the campus, beautiful campus, and uh, there in South Carolina. And so what we did one night is. We waited out there till after hours where it would just be him on the deal. And so we all ran out with water balloons and just pegged his patrol car. Oh, You know? And just bam, 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 bam. And we took off running in the woods. Well, he got out and started chasing us into the woods. Well, our other buddy, 
uh, who actually had polio, and he comes wobbling out there. He jumps in. We knew he couldn't run, outrun the cops, so he jumps in. He jumps in the car and steals the patrol car. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, he oh, stole. That's bad. He stole the patrol car <laughs> and uh, took it down to where a lot of the faculty, the neighborhood where a lot of faculty live, and parked it in one of the faculty members' <laughs> driveway. So they gave him basically the equivalent of like 40 hours of community service. Oh when they, because it's a Christian school, right? So what happens is the dean of men comes out, empties the dorms and stuff, and is like, okay, guys, line up in the parking lot. Who did it? Uh-huh. Well, you know, we all were honest. We were like, we are pretty proud of it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. So, I mean, and then, you know, so just kids being kids, right? I think it's funny. I mean, it's yes. funny. I, I kind of have pe- to plead the fifth on this because I, some of those yours, pranks might be felonies. Yours was a <laughs> felony. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that really? was just the last of many. Well, okay, so it's Halloween, right? And one of my most, my most, one of my favorite pranks we ever did was in college. They're way out in the middle of nowhere, um, but about 15 miles from the campus, just out in the sticks, there was this little country church. You know what it looks like, just the white little mm-hmm. chapel church. It was one street light down the road, had a big cemetery out there. It was dark, wood surrounded the thing, but you could see it from the highway. And so what we did is we devised a plan to um, pull a prank on these two freshmen, all right, who lived in our dormitory. So what we did is we put out flyers for a fake Bible study that was going to happen. And it was going to be a big Halloween party, but a big Bible study and a little get-together, a little party. And the guys were, were like, you want to go with us? We'll give you a ride out there. You can come with us. So what we did, and we recorded this entire thing with a tape recorder oh, yeah. in the car, is about six of us went out and hid in solid black with masks and shotguns and everything <gasps> in this cemetery. We had skulls with candles on top of them, on top of the uh, tombstones and stuff. And we lit all that stuff. And so we had it set up where the, they were going to drive past and the guys in the front who were in on it were going to say, hey, that's a cool cemetery. It's Halloween. Let's go check it out. Well, as they're driving by, one of the freshmen in the back goes, dude, look at that cemetery. It's cool. Let's check it out. Oh, <laughs> we like, no. my God. oh, my God. That's when we knew Jesus was in this with us. <laughs> right. right. We knew this. We've this got was to led, that he has we a sense of humor. This, yes. this was led by the Spirit. Yeah. And so, and so. We um, pulled, they pulled over and they come walking out there and they're looking and one of the guys goes, oh man, what is that right there? And he points and these candles are lit around these tombstones with the skulls and the guys were like, oh my God, what is that? And he goes, well, let's go take a look. And they're like, no, no, let's don't do that. He's like, come on, man, let's go, let's see what it is. And he's like, dude, something weird's going on out here and you can just hear them and we're behind the things and somebody throws a stick out there in the woods and, and one of the kids goes, what was that? You know, and so we just started just we just rose up real slow, dressed in solid black. Oh, that's mean. And out from behind the tombstones, right? Well, these kids uh, effectively shit their pants, and and I mean they were just like, oh my god! So they start running back to the car. They start running back to the car, <laughs> and one of our buddies, he's got a shotgun in his hand, and he's like chasing after them. And so they're in the car. Well, the two upperclassmen who were in on it, they're lagging behind, right? And finally, they make it to the car, and uh, they jump in, 
And another one of our buddies comes from the other side of the church. He comes around and jumps on the hood, and he's hanging on to the thing, and they swerve out of there spitting gravel out, and he rolls off. <gasps> and so those guys were crying, and you oh. can hear them on the tape. We all got together at the Sonic afterwards to listen to the tape. And <sighs> I wish this was like the only time I'd ever done something like this. Oh, my God. But you could hear them. We, they, the, the RA, the resident assistant who lived there, he came to us when we got back to the dorm, and they were like, you got to let them know it was a joke. Right. Because you could hear them crying in oh, their dorm room. They were like trembling. <laughs> they were like, they're out there sacrificing oh. babies. <laughs> and so we had to let them in on the thing. The only thing I wish we would have done is grabbed one of the upperclassmen who was in on it. Yeah. Um, and kept him, and they left him behind. Right. And then as they drove off, you could hear a shotgun blast. Oh. That's the only thing that I think would have made it better. That's but, a big production, though. Yeah, that's... It was major. That's a pretty major production. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many guys? We used to plan it out. So this kid accused of getting kidnapped, that's chicken, chicken stuff. Have you, you know what? Had... The kidnapper came into his house in the middle of a math Zoom class and took him out of his kitchen? <laughs> How'd that happen? Yeah, he just didn't want to do trig right. that day. <laughs> Have you ever had a prank pulled on you? Have you ever been, and how do you handle that? Listen, I grew up mm. in the woods with two brothers that are 10 years older than me. Okay. Let me just say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they used to cut the power to the house when I was like 10 years old. And then go when I didn't think anybody was home or you know 12 right. years old, yeah. however. I almost shot my brother one time because, because I was home alone. I was a teenager, a uh, young teenager, 13, 14 years old. And I knew nobody was there. And we lived down in the woods. Yeah. And we'd had attempted break-ins in the past. I could hear somebody, like, scratching the window like they were trying to break in and stuff. So I had to sneak around all the way through my house. My parents' house was kind of like a maze. You had to sneak all the way around. It's a big ranch house. And there was only one handgun in the entire house, right? That's why my house, there's handguns everywhere. Right. The, everybody that comes to visit my house, you get a handgun while you're there. Aww. Everybody gets to hold a handgun. It's a welcoming Party gift. favor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've got to leave it when you leave, but it's like oh, everybody gets a handgun. You hand can hold gun. it while you're here. Just keep this on your person you in case of a home invasion because yeah. we're going to smoke some ass. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and so I snuck all the way around, and, and, and my brother was wearing a baseball jersey. I could see him through the picture windows at the back on the on the porch and stuff, and so I'd gone and gotten the handgun. I was coming around. I was fixing. I was fixing to pop somebody, but I could see his last name on the. He ducked down behind the curtain, and I could see it was him. And I opened the door. I was like, "You about got shot." Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, just looking at me, you probably know that I'm a pretty serious carnivore. And being here in the great state of Texas, I'm somewhat of an expert on steak. I love steak. It's true. My local uh, grocery store. They hate to see me coming, and so I don't go there anymore. I get my steak from a whole other place. I don't want to settle for inferior meat. And that's why I'm thrilled to be partners with Omaha Steaks. I love them, and I never have to deal with going to the store or anything else. Right now, I'm going to get you a gourmet assortment of bestsellers with an exclusive offer just for you. Go to omahasteaks.com. Enter the code PRATHER in the search bar. It's going to pull up for you. And this week, Omaha Steaks is going to give you two pounds of premium ground beef with your order. You're going to get free shipping with it as well. My favorite is the Butcher's Best Sellers Package, which includes the famous bacon-wrapped filet mignon, 
smoky sweet bacon, fork tender filet mignon. It's awesome. Omaha Steaks has been bringing people together for over 100 years, so I want you to enjoy family, enjoy friends, enjoy the best steak of your life. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter Prather in the search bar for exclusive offers. It's not available anywhere else. And don't forget, when you order today, Omaha Steaks is going to add two pounds of premium ground beef plus free shipping. omahasteaks.com. Be right back. So I want to let you guys know, I just got a couple of emails from the executives here at Blaze TV. They're offering something pretty amazing. We know we're running up to the election, right? And it's an important deal. And, uh, you know, the key that everybody needs to remember is there's power in truth. It's kind of hard to find that these days, especially in the mainstream media or even a Joe Biden commercial. And there's strength in numbers. So what I want you guys to uh, do is first thing is join us on election night. Join us on election night. We're going to be... Uh, uh, streaming live from this studio as well. It's going to be Glenn Beck. They're going to throw it over here to us from time to time, and we're going to be keeping track of what the mainstream media is reporting. So the CNNs, the Fox, the MSNBCs uh, in Studio 22, we're going to focus on that. Sarah Gonzalez is going to join us as well, and we're going to we're going to kind of be giving people an update of what the mainstream media is saying. And of course, Glenn and and the and the probably Stu and all of those smart guys are going to be over there in the other studio telling you what's really going on. So make sure that you tune in on election night. But right now, you can go to blazetv.com/chad and use promo code chad, and they'll give you the biggest discount Blaze TV has ever done on an annual pr- subscription. That's thirty dollars off for the year. That's as low as like. Five and a half bucks, five yeah. seventy five or something. I think a it's nine ninety nine a month, but with that Normally. discount, shoot. Yeah. That's a steal. I mean that's a steal. That's a yo. steal, guys. That's a steal, yo. <laughs> so blazetv.com slash chat. If you've been waiting to subscribe to the Blaze, you've been putting it off. Now is the time to do that. And and you know, I'm on the Blaze, right? I'm on the Blaze and I go to my Blaze app on my phone or on my TV all the time to watch other shows. Uh, Lisa's husband, Stu, uh, Stu Does America. It's a fabulous show. It's incredible. Stu is, is probably the most talented guy here. I'll never say that to his face, but he's funny. He's smart. He's informative. He knows numbers, and he makes Beck what Beck is. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> that is so nice. <laughs> make sure I, sh- I have to make sure Stu sees this yeah. segment of the show. He makes Beck what Beck is. Uh, anyway, I, uh, I encourage everybody to, to get informed and get on. I mean, we, you think about the people that are on the blaze, Dave Rubin, one of the smartest guys on the planet, uh, and honest, uh-huh. straightforward and honest. He, he's always been a liberal. He's voted Democrat almost his entire life, but he sees how far the left has jumped off the crazy scale, you know, and, and he's, his eyes are open to it. And I'm so pretty. he's still, he's still, a um, He's still a liberal in the traditional sense, yeah. Uh, but a great thinker. And then Stu, I'm not kidding when I say that about Stu. It's a great, entertaining, and informative show. He's got great guests on there. And then you've got Steve uh, Powell, Andrew Wilkow. Mm-hmm. You got you got the you, Steve Powell. I was thinking that myself. He's the true talent of the whole network. Deep let's be honest. Cultural analysis. That's right. from Steve Powell. <laughs> yes. Be. You get your street smarts. Also, you'll get the best bang flavors they have out there, <laughs> according to Steve. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, true. 
That's true. And he, and he drives my vehicles. That's right. He's sort of like your, your, he's like my, your assistant. He's like my, yeah, he's like the guy that shoots people when they come up that's close right. to Glenn. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's Steve. That's Steve. That's what I do. That's why I'm on set every day. Steve's working on his license to kill <laughs> right now. <laughs> Glenn's people have that. Uh, talking about kids doing dumb shit, though. Uh, this kid in Kansas, he covered himself in ranch dressing, ran from the cops. Uh, Kansas teen covered himself in ranch dressing and went on a drug-fueled vandalism spree before crashing a car. Hey. 17 years old. The way kids love ranch dressing these days, he was trying to pick up that chick, you know, at school. It's like, he loves ranch. Yeah. It's got to hey, work. Hey, baby, you want to be my crouton? You want to be my crouton to my ranch? You want to be the crouton to my ranch, girl? I'll show you my cob. <laughs> the cob salad. I'll show you my cob and we'll toss your salad. Oh, there it is. Now y'all, you're making y'all me want think some of this? Y'all want some of this? I got jokes. I got oh jokes. My God. Was he naked? I don't know. See, I don't think he was. Could you imagine the smell of that car? He was gonna... drugged up. Drug... Cocaine's <laughs> a hell of a drug. Yeah. He's uh, hallucinating. He thought he was a piece of romaine. No, yeah. No. <laughs> you know? Romaine. <laughs> You're making me think of Anaconda by Nicki Minaj yeah. in that one verse. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Yeah, I toss know, I those know. salads. The uh, toss that salad. Mm-hmm. So nobody was injured, of course. Awesome. In that, I say, of course, like everybody should know that, but nobody was injured except the car. That's why people <laughs> keep saying, "How did Hunter Biden forget his laptop?" And if people don't understand what happened there, so the guy Hunter dropped off like three laptops to get fixed. One couldn't be fixed. He fixes the other two, and the guy's trying to call Hunter Biden because he's not getting paid unless he comes and picks the stuff up. Mm. So he keeps calling and there's no answer. There's no answer. There's no answer. There's no answer. Well, in the agreements with those kind of places, if you don't pay and you don't pick up, the property becomes theirs. Mm-hmm. It's theirs. So now he has access to these hard drives. And so people are like, well, why didn't he just turn them over to the police? Well, he didn't want to turn them over to the police. He wanted to turn them over to the Trump campaign. So he turns them over to Trump's lawyer, who's Rudy Giuliani. And they're like, well, that's sort of biased. No shit. I'm sort of biased. And that's exactly what I would have done Mm -hmm. if I'd have found this kind of stuff. I'd want to find somebody who could do something about it. You would have put it on your YouTube channel first. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe, guys. This is totally (laughs) But see, I'm I'm not a laptop repairman. I'm a media mogul. What I would have done. <laughs> Why do you we, laugh, yeah. Mark? Why do we, how do we make a buck off of this? Yeah. Oh, trust me. I would have capitalized <laughs> yes. on Hunter's misfortune and his laptop from hell. 15 the, million views. Yeah. <laughs> Let's monetize this bitch. <laughs> well, here's, here's the scary thing, because that takes you to the train station, man. You wind up dead somewhere. You know, you got to be careful how you handle this kind of stuff. Or it's all choreographed by the Democrats. And I think Uh this guy, I think this guy, they've got him in witness protection at this point. So who knows? It could be choreographed by the, maybe maybe this was the release. Mm -hmm. Maybe this was the smoking gun. Maybe this was the kind of, or the false smoking gun. Yeah. That they mm-hmm. let fall into their hands to chase, and because they know knows? what the Republicans are going to do. Uh-huh. Maybe they can. Maybe they can come out and I and think, say nope. And here's the proof that all that is fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we need to keep a close eye on Giuliani because he would be the one that they would have a price on his head. Nah, Julie. Julie's good. He's got a proper cocktail in his hand right now. <laughs> he yep. has his margarita mm-hmm. with his top shelf liquor. Top shelf, yeah. Tequila. 
Yeah. yeah Tequila. Have, he better carry him a taste tester everywhere he goes. I got you know? it. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's right. He might get roofied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't roofie me. I'm a sure thing. The uh, Giuliani's got his little security guys around. Okay. Anyway. He's doing all right. Julie's How old's Giuliani? Seventy eight. Hundred. Hundred seven. Nine hundred. Yeah. He's nine. pretty old. Great. He's uh. He's pretty old. Kind of hunched down. Squished he's like up. a Danny DeVito taller version. Yeah, but he's a truth yeah. teller and he's not forgetting anything. He doesn't oh, ha- he's he like a, yeah. Brain's like a steel mm-hmm. trap. He does. Yeah. You got to remember, man, Giuliani was the top of the top. He was America's mayor yeah, after 9 11. He was. Every, he handled that thing just perfectly. That's where we got to know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was supporting Giuliani. So, and also, uh, it was he and Bernie Carrick, who, of course, Bernie Carrick, who's a good friend, he was the chief of police during 9 11, mm-hmm. NYPD. And Bernie Carrick's a solid character as well. So it was both of them that turned the laptop into the Maryland State PD. And so I'd say those are some pretty heavy hitters. Yeah. I mean, Rudy Giuliani's no joke. I supported Giuliani for president back and th- when. That yeah. being said, he had to be careful who he turned it into. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean. But see, were- now, now that you've done that, now you have, now it's more than accusation and speculation. There is now evidence that has been submitted to the state. So that's that's a big deal because now everybody kept saying, well, this is unverified and unsubstantiated. Yeah. Well, uh, now, now that they got it, there's, there's a solid legal accusation that's been made here. Something's got to come of this. Something, one mm. way or another. I'm yeah. sure within the first 48 hours, they had what they needed. Yeah. Well, We're it ain't Russian see, collusion, baby, and it ain't Russian hacking, or as Jeffrey Tubin says, mm-hmm. whacking. Uh <laughs> But they could come out with all of it being true. That's not going to change the vote because the hate from the left for Trump is so great. Yes, I agree with you. I feel like people are going to just sweep this under the carpet and it's not going to be a big deal. But I also think the average American does not know how corrupt Joe Biden in this campaign is. It's like these suburban moms are like, oh, he's Biden's harmless. We just don't want any more of the drama. All you got to do is look up all the payments that came from China and, yep. and the Ukraine to Robert Biden, his mm-hmm. brother, and you'll see. That whole we talked about man. it this morning on the way here. He's the he is the swamp thing. Yeah, he was in the swamp before the Clintons. If you that's exactly right, and if you think about all the things that have happened in the last forty-seven years, how old are you? Forty-two. Forty-two. I'm forty-seven. I'm almost forty-eight. The year I was born, oh. he was getting elected. Think about that. Yeah. We will when we come back. A couple of things that happened in 1972. All right. That was the Munich terrorist attacks against the Israeli athletes. Think about how far back that was. Okay. It was 47 years ago. You weren't alive. I wasn't even a thought. Listen, you, you know what? You know what the average cost of a new house was in 1972? Oh gosh, $63,000. 27,500. <gasps> you know what the average income per year was in America? 4,000. 11,800. Wow. Okay. Monthly rent was $165. Oh. Gallon of gas 55 cents. Wrangler jeans were $12. Mm. Yeah. That's exactly right. You could buy a Ford Pinto for $2,000. How about that? I can remember my parents having a house payment of like $250 a month. Really? Yeah. And it was a struggle to make a house yeah. payment. <laughs> I remember my parents. It was 300 bucks. Really? $330. And I was like, and they were like, 
no, son, you don't get to eat this week. Um, uh, Watergate happened. Remember, remember those things? Me For either. Sure. Uh, I got out of diapers that year. <laughs> Watergate what? Yeah. So, I mean, you think about how far back, and Joe Biden's been there ever since in Washington, D.C. He's a swamp thing. Mm-hmm. Swamp thing. And you can't name a single thing except the 94 crime bill that he's ever accomplished. Ever. Mm. Not a single thing. And he never talks about any of it either. No. Never. And Hunter Biden ain't in no campaign commercials, but the rich dude that made the donations to him, apparently the blind pig's going to be shutting down. That blind pig ain't going nowhere. I bet they're getting ready to reopen. Especially grand in reopening. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Let's go have a drink at the pig. We're going hey, to. go to watchchad.com. Follow Lisa Page, Made Me Do It, Natalie Woods, 22, Party Foul Nation. We love y'all. God bless you. I can't wait for the free-for-all tomorrow night, and then there's going to be a debate. See you next time. Bye.